Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're talking about increasing density as a way to create value in projects. But first, a thank you to our sponsor. Diversification should be an underlying principle in any investment strategy. Why would you keep all of your money tied to one currency or one country? Maybe consider an offshore investment. Check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back and we're talking about how to create value by increasing density. Oftentimes when you purchase a property and it is zoned residential, that is R1 residential, that's zoned for a single family home. But even single family homes often allow a legal secondary dwelling, whether that is a basement apartment, an in-law suite, anything of that sort. And now more recently, many jurisdictions have come up with another form of secondary dwelling. This is called a carriage house. Carriage house is a secondary dwelling on the same property, but it is not a standalone dwelling, at least not in the sense of the infrastructure. It must be connected. It must have its utilities connected to the main house. It can be a separate building. It might be an apartment on top of a separate garage building, or it could be even a separate building in the backyard, but it must take its utilities, its electricity, its water, and its sewer from the main house. It cannot connect to those utilities directly to the street. The setback rules are often more relaxed than they would be for the main house, and so you can often put that secondary dwelling in a corner of the property. This can be particularly useful in an urban setting where you have perhaps a deep lot, but not a lot of frontage. So you may have a house, a laneway on the side leading to a garage at the rear, and you may have a very large rear yard. And that real estate is essentially not being used. In many cases, the rear yard is underutilized, where you could potentially put a secondary dwelling, either on top of the garage or perhaps even as a separate building. In very high value markets, that can be a terrific strategy for creating value because now you can create an income property without necessarily having tenants living in your house. You've got that physical separation. You don't have any of the issues of noise or cooking smells or anything like that invading your home. And so you've got that physical separation, which makes it much more desirable. And you have now potentially a second income stream helping to subsidize the cost of ownership for your property. Let's look at the economics of a very specific case study. Let's imagine that you want to build a brand new 650 square foot one bedroom unit. And this is going to be a self-contained building. Again, the utilities are going to be connected to the main house. It's going to use electric heat, so we're not wasting a lot of space for utilities and things like that. It's going to be pretty self-contained, essentially the equivalent of a one-bedroom apartment, but in a self-contained building. Because it's above ground, you know, most one-bedroom apartments that are in a secondary suite are often basement apartments. They're dark, they're underground, and they're not that desirable. But this is in the middle of a backyard. Maybe it's nice, nicely landscaped. It's going to be a very desirable property in the urban core of a major city. You can often build this using modular construction, and that makes it very, very cost-effective and very high quality. You're not going to need a full basement, so the foundation can be a concrete block foundation. It needs to provide structural stability, but not necessarily a crawl space or anything like that. It's simply there to provide support for the structure itself. So this can often be built for the equivalent of about $75,000, all-inclusive, including the foundation, can be done very cost-effectively. And you're going to be looking at a carrying cost, uh, today's interest rates, of somewhere in the range of $500 a month for the debt service for that particular property. Now, you're certainly going to be renting it for far more than $500 a month. If you're in the urban core of the city, a high-quality 
nicely finished one bedroom could be renting in the $1,300 a month range, especially in the core of the city in a great neighborhood. So for the cost of $75,000, you can bring in $1,300 a month and be making quite decent cash flow to subsidize the cost of maybe that much more expensive home in one of the best areas of the city. It can be a very cost-effective way of doing it. Take a look at it, see if your local zoning permits it, and consider a strategy of upgrading single-family homes to their highest and best use by adding a secondary dwelling. Meantime, as you're looking at various strategies, have a spectacular day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.